Welcome to Stories from the Ridge, Macaulay's podcast series. I'm Lee Burns, head of school. And while all the podcasts are fun, this is a particularly fun one for me. It's I'm in the podcast studio with members of our wrestling team. And the wrestling team had an incredible season. Um, beat Baylor for the first time in about 20 years, then won two state championships, the duels plus the traditional um, wrestling tournament. And what an amazing season it was. I'm here with Jake Yost, head coach, Carson Gentle, uh, state champion heavyweight, James Cross, who won the decisive match against Baylor in the dual meet and was a runner-up in the state. And first of all, Coach Yost, congratulations on a great season. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, and, and thanks for having us. We're super excited, and um, it was a great season and these boys did some um, amazing things competed above their ability in in some places and um you know just really did a good job yeah. well carson and james um, let's talk first about the the dual meet against baylor so it's on thursday night um it's in the sack um the place is just rocking i mean it's jam-packed probably, I don't know, probably close to two thousand people there it's been about two decades since we've beaten Baylor uh, in the dual meet. Talk about sort of your mindset going into that match. Yeah, we we knew that from the start it was going to be pretty evenly matched. We knew it was going to be a great duel. And, you know, I had never beaten Baylor before. A lot of people before me had it neither because uh, it's been about two decades, I think, is what it was. But um, we knew we had a really good shot this year. And but we also knew we were gonna have to win some matches. We might have not uh, been expected to win, yeah. but uh, I think it was you know at the point in the season where we had started you know making a lot of progress and the team was really coming together. So I was pretty confident that we had a really good shot. And Carson, I think you helped set the tone early on. I think you were the third match up, and you got a, your brother Cooper pinned. And then you pinned right after that. So what does it do to a team when sort of early on you get? a couple of pins and some momentum, some momentum going. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really valuable to, you know, get the momentum going and that that's big across any sport, especially in a rivalry where, you know, the crowd is all energetic and it's emotional and you have, you know, ties to this rivalry, but um, it, it's almost a disadvantage in a way because we were so early and we got, you know, both of our pins were relatively quick. They weren't close matches. And so, we come out really strong. We had a huge lead, and then, you know, we start losing, and it, it got way closer. It was almost tied. But then we, you know, we were able to kickstart a little momentum at the end, too. So there was some value to it. We had a really good start, but we also needed a little momentum in the in the middle of it, too. And, James, we'll come to you in a second because you were the very last match. But, Coach Yosa, I'll come back to you. So we've got we've got a lead, you know, you know Cooper and Carson Penn, and then we get to the to the lower weight classes. We're doing pretty well there. So what's your what's your mindset as the match is unfolding? You know, we're feeling really good because the momentum's going our way. We went at one oh six. We went at one thirteen. And then, you know, we're we're we know what's going on. We know what matches are coming up and we know they're favored in the ones coming up. And so it's you know, then when you get to that point, um, you know, you lose a little momentum, but it's about hanging on and staying in there and keeping the right frame of mind. And so we're constantly telling the boys in these situations during this dual meet, during the state final, state duels finals with with uh, Father Ryan, it's like, hey, we got them where we want them. We're okay. Just keep wrestling hard. Just keep wrestling hard. And and they did a really, really good job of that. So, um, you know, we lost at 20. We lost at close at 26. Um 32 they were we did some lineup moving around a little bit um we ended up winning at 32 losing at 38 
losing at 44, losing at 50 and 57, and then it came down to James. So it was yeah. kind of, we were, it was 32-31 or 32-34, something like yeah. that going into the last match. Yeah, I want to say it's 32-31, I believe, James. And so you're, so you're up, and obviously, do you see this sort of lining up that, hey, it's going to come down to my match? So, yeah, the matches leading up to mine, I was watching the scoreboard because it's in, in the main gym, and so uh, it was nice and easy to see. And I'm looking up there, and I'm trying to do the math in my head to see if I have any leeway. And I'm like, all right, if this goes this way, this goes this way, I, I should be fine one way or the other. And then I, I go to go out, and I realize, oh, well, it's kind of last match that wins it. So Yeah. And you know, one of the things that strikes me about wrestling is the sport. There's there's no place to hide. I mean, it's just you and your opponent out there. It's not like you're on the football field and there are 10 other guys out there and the play doesn't go so well. And maybe as the left guard didn't block so well or the receiver missed a pattern, you didn't run the pattern right or whatever. But it's like wrestling, it's just, it's just you and your opponent. And sort of what's your, I mean, how does that, how does that feel? Sort of what's going through your, what's going through your mind as a competitor, knowing that's just you and your opponent out there? For me, it, at times it makes me really nervous. I, I can get nervous pretty easily before a lot of things, before tests, before anything in general, really. Uh, so that's been the main thing with that's with the style of how wrestling is. Uh, but it makes the victories feel bigger it makes the losses feel a little harder but uh, overall it's a pretty cool okay. thing so let's talk about your match in particular and and my recollection is in the third period so you're down were you down four two am i recalling or, or take us through kind of the because i know you were you were behind for most of the match right yes, yeah so so you're just trying to make it more dramatic and and so forth <laughs> you're kind of letting him have a little a little rope and then you knew you were gonna come back or sort of uh, and talk about sort of that moment when the match turned. And So I went out there, and again, with the nerves, I wasn't really moving my feet. I was My brain was almost lagging a little bit behind my body. And so he scored a couple of times on me pretty early on and then kept going a little bit into the second period too. And the whole match, the match as a whole is kind of a blur in my mind a little bit. But I remember going to the third period. I knew I was down. I knew there was a lot riding on it. Uh, and you get six minutes to wrestle, and the way I, I always try to wrestle each second the same, just each second all I've got. Uh, and it happened where I, I was, I just kept wrestling in that third period when I was, I think I was on bottom, and he messed up. I caught him, and as soon as he started going to his back, in my head I was the first thought was this is like this is my chance because uh, the time was starting to run low. I knew I was down in points, although I wasn't sure how many points I was down. And I caught him, tried to hold him there, and then I saw him go even further onto his back. Like, I saw the shoulder blade drop. And in my mind, it was kind of like, all right, I've got this. Yeah. And then Could you hear, I mean, the crowd is going nuts. I don't care, how aware are you of the crowd particularly she sort of you got that reversal you got him you're getting some back points and all of a sudden you're getting close to pinning him can you do you feel do you hear the crowd it's it's kind of a mix depending on points in the match like obviously when i'm in between periods making choices you you get a little bit more dialed in on your surroundings uh but i if i remember right the last those last couple of seconds it was 
mainly just all adrenaline. So I could hear that there was noise around, but really nothing else than what was yeah. directly in front of my eyes. And Carson, while you're on the you're on the bench, you're watching James wrestle. You start to realize, hey, this thing's turned suddenly in the end. Kind of what's what's going through your mind on the bench? Yeah, we, we it was the start of the third period, and you know I could tell from the start. I remember talking to James before his match. You know, trying to get the nerves out of him because I could kind of see it, but uh. I noticed he was nervous. He wasn't wrestling his normal way, you know, that first period and a half maybe. He was a little slower and wasn't reacting to stuff he usually would. But in the third period and towards the end of the second, I saw him, you know, getting a little looser, moving a little better. And in my head, I was, you know, the kid he wrestled is a good wrestler. He was heavier than James too. And But I was, I was confident in James. And, you know, it's easy to say that now after James won, but I truly was. Um, and then, you know, he gets an opportunity and James just took advantage of it as much as he could and, you know, really made the best of it. And the thing is, well, he didn't even have to go for the pin, but of course James did. And uh, so that was even better the way he ended it. Carson, you've played besides just, you know, besides your wrestling, obviously football, you've run track. Um, talk about how dramatic and exciting that Baylor dual meet was compared to some of the other remarkable athletic games and championships you've participated in here i've i've definitely played in a lot of big games in football and you know i've had my share in other sports too but in those football games you know the only thing i can compare it to is the semifinal loss we had last year to uh nba because that came down to the final play we went on a for a two-point conversion and unfortunately didn't get it but this was like the the vice versa that we we were on the other side of it in the end, but it came down to the very last moment. And the, the energy you get from that is bigger than, you know, going and dominating a rival or anything like that. And, and honestly, there's much more value in it because, you know, you're on the edge of your seat. I mean, I was definitely standing up. I wasn't sitting down. But uh, with James, it was just I felt more energy there than I did in the state game against Baylor or playing Baylor earlier in this year, this uh, past season. It was just – and it was – much more redeeming, I feel like. Yeah. And you know, I, you probably are aware of this. I mean, that you know, that clip of you pinning him at the end, I mean, it's been viewed thousands of times. I've probably watched it 25 or 30 <laughs> times. I mean, literally one of the most exciting things, you know, that I've uh, I've ever seen. And I love, you know, the students all, you know, rush the floor. And I'm mean, getting all kinds of texts from alums and parents and the board of trustees was there. I mean, it was just a remarkable uh, moment. And I'm sure something that you two guys will remember. And Jake, I'm sure that you will. Um, as well kind of what as the match was concluding kind of what what was going through your mind well I think the reason Carson had so much confidence is in 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 James is the one thing you knew you were always going to get from James is he's going to go hard the whole time and so I think he you know it's kind of like a knockout punch or whatever he's always got a chance he's always got a chance because he makes other he makes it hard on the other guy the whole time so if they don't come with their a game and if they don't wrestle hard the entire time he's always got a chance and you know he wears guys out he did it again he did it again at the state tournament this past weekend he's done it he did it last year at the state tournament he's done it time and time again so that's why i think the confidence in him um was there and it was just such an awesome experience and and you know i think probably the most important or most um um, biggest deals for, for me was for the seniors to be able to go out like that and 
um, you know, for the alumni, this is a huge thing for the alumni. They haven't seen this in 20 years and you know, that that's, that's hard on them, you know, to, to keep staying invested and keep, you know, uh, trusting that we're doing the right things. And, and then also, I don't know if you remember, but, um, you did this list of 10 or 15 things in a, um, faculty meeting one time. And one of the things on the list that of a goal of yours was to beat Baylor. And that meant, a lot to me to know that that was a, uh, you know, a goal of yours and, and it felt made me feel supported and made me feel like, you know, we can do this. We just got to keep staying the course. And yeah. so that was huge for yeah. us. Speaking of staying the course. So how do you keep the team from having a letdown? I mean, you know, I've got that great win over Baylor and then the, you know, the state duels, I mean, follows pretty soon after that. And, you know, we get up there and, you know, beat Father Ryan. Again, that comes down to the last match. And I think the, the same score, I believe, going into that last match. And so talk about the preparation for the state duels, team duels, and then sort of that tournament itself. Um, well, Coach Henderson does such a good job with the, you know, physical training aspect of it and helping us with the peaking of it. And so the real key, though, is is making sure that their minds are focused and, Every week when we would do something big, it was always like, this is so awesome. This is so great. Hold on, though. We're not done. We've got goals that we have not accomplished. Let's not lose focus. Let's enjoy the moment, but let's keep preparing, you know, for the next thing. And and that's really how life is. You know, you have great things that happen in your life, but you can't just take a week break and, you know, not focus on the next things that you have going on in your life. You got to keep, keep moving on, keep putting one foot in front of the other, and we just kind of tried to keep them focused. James and Carson, were the, did, you, did you two guys sort of feel that mindset even after the duels? Hey, you know what Coach Yost is talking about. We got to still get after this thing. We're not done yet. A hundred percent. I mean, I think even when we met after the Baylor duel meet, you know, we're all excited and, you know, goofing off in the uh, wrestling room. And I, I think Coach Yost definitely had a smile, but I think even then he was saying, you know, this is great. And I'm happy for y'all, but you know we have we have more goals to accomplish, and so I think we've held that mindset throughout you know each big accomplishment we've had, and we have had a lot this season. I think a lot more this season than we had the rest of my time wrestling. We we're really fortunate this season, but you know after Baylor, after state duels, after regionals, and then and then we got it done at uh, the final, I guess, official Macaulay tournament, the traditional individual. But I think a couple of us, too, are you know excited for this next one, the national preps. Yeah. So we're still staying focused. Yeah. You want to talk about the, the team. And one of the things that's unique, I think, about a wrestling team is you've got, you've, got, you've got eighth graders and you've got 12th graders. I mean, you guys are seniors, but you know, you've got you know, eighth graders you know, who weigh 106 pounds. And so how do you build, how do you build a team where – where you build that unity and that brotherhood, not just with guys who are roughly your age, but the younger guys as well. So, so obviously practice, you kind of get separated into weight class. And so you have guys that are usually similar age because of that's how weight tends to correlate. Uh, you got those guys focusing with each other. So you get those really close bonds that start to emerge. And then before practice and sometimes after practice, we'll usually play, play games, warm up. And so everybody kind of has a chance to interact with each other. Uh, and then the other things are just like things like bus rides and hotel room uh, stays. Like you're just with each other all the time. Like, 
So talk about, so one of my favorite um, quotes and things I saw, so you got, you know, like Jackson Lane, who's going to be with us today. He's an eighth grader. He won the state at, what, 108, yeah, I think? Yeah, And so he, he's six, so he, he's not in here. He's not in here today. But, like, so he, he wins the state, and he go, comes up and jumps in your arms. His quotes in the paper, Carson, are about how much, how you, know, how you and the other seniors have been so good to him. I think I remember the state dual media, he or some of the other eighth graders after wins would come and you sort of jump into your arms. I could just see that, you know, and, and it seemed like you really were great supporters and champions of, of those younger guys. And that's great mentoring and leadership. Yeah, I mean, I you can look at it that way, but, you know, it might seem kind of like corny, I guess. But in my in my eyes, like, those guys are my friends. Those are my buddies. Like, you know, these weekends during football or in the off season, I might be hanging out with you know, guys that are in my grade, but during wrestling season, you know, you're going to a hotel with this guy, you're spending the weekend with him, you're spending all day wrestling with him. And, uh, you know, it really brings you close. You're, you're eating meals with these guys and, you know, sending them funny videos on Instagram and stuff like that, texting them, seeing how they're doing. And so, you know, it's bigger than just, you know, trying to lead them or trying to tell them what to do. It's like, to really, you know, be effective. And Coach Yost does a good job of this is, you know, you have to you know, have to show your true self. You have to become close to them, and that's really how you get somewhere. It's how you build a team like that. Yeah. So then you guys go this past weekend to the tr- traditional state um, tournament by individual c- categories, but you earn p- points for your team, and we you know win that um, as well. So the traditional, the state championships, both the traditional way and the team way. Um, so talk about some highlights, um, Coach Yost of. Uh, this past weekend, the traditional state tournament. Yeah, sure. Um, so we came out on fire. Won a, I believe all five of our first round matches um, did really well in the quarters. We get to the semis, we win at 106, and then we start to struggle a little bit. And, and like always, we weren't favored in a lot of those matches, so we knew it was coming a little bit, but you know, we, we, we didn't win any of the close ones. We didn't kind of go above and beyond for a few matches in a row. And we had been doing so well that it was kind of like, oh, dang, kind of a little punch in the gut. And we're kind of falling behind. We're 40, 50 points behind Father Ryan and um, and Baylor. And so, you know, I'm not worried, but I'm thinking, all right, somebody's got to somebody's got to step up. And, you know, lo and behold, it's James Cross once again. Um, he's down 10-4 in the semifinals to a really good kid from Father Ryan that on paper is better than he is. Um, good thing he doesn't really care about that. Um, and he just wore the kid out. I mean, um, he's down 10-4. He got it to within like maybe 13-11 or 14-11, something like that. He get um, And then gets he gets taken down again, but he reverses the kid to his back and pins him with no time left. So it was, everybody was so excited. And then, so he kind of got the ball rolling again for us. And then, um, Javon comes out and wins his match. Um, Cooper gentle comes out and pins his kid in the semis. Uh, and, um, Carson does the same, comes out and pin. And so we score 50 points or 56 points or something like that, you know, to take the lead into the next day, which, so that was a huge, huge, um, point in the tournament. So we come into the next day with a lead, not a huge lead, but a good lead. And then, um, our younger kids who struggled a little bit in the semis, cause they're wrestling, you know, really, really good competitors in the semis. They struggled a little bit. Um, but they come back in the morning and go seven for eight. 
in the consolation semifinals and score a bunch of points. Um, and then in the final consolation round, we went um, five for eight, which, you know, brought the day. We went something like 12 for 16, which is a really, really good job. Um, so we went into the um, into the finals knowing that no matter how many guys won, no matter how many guys lost, we um, had, had won the tournament. Um, and I would say we probably had four, five, maybe even six matches where we had beaten kids in the state tournament that we had lost to earlier on in the year. And I always think that's such a good sign of our guys um, progressing throughout the season and, and, you know, doing the things that we're asking and getting better. Um, so, and then we had five finalists, um, all five of which who wrestled really, really tough opponents. Um, we were able to come with two wins there, one of those being – Carson and then another being Jackson Lane who actually beat a kid from Father Ryan who had beat him earlier in the year which is a huge accomplishment. And that was the match of the tournament wasn't it when Jackson won that match? Huge in the, in deal. The 108 finals. Yeah yeah huge deal and the kids were so pumped for him even you know Cooper Gentle loses a heartbreaker at you know 220 to a really good kid you know then Carson wrestles and wins and and Jackson wins and Cooper and everybody else is running down there to hug him and you know because they're so happy for yeah. him, and it was really, really fun to see that. Yeah, it's really neat. I mean, you can see and and feel just the brotherhood and love that you all have, you know, on the team and how tight you all are. That's a really, I think that's such a great thing to see. So it's been a great season, but it's not over quite yet. Um, you guys head to the national preps in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, at Lehigh University. We're recording this on February twenty first, and that's this upcoming weekend. And share with me your thoughts on the national preps. Yeah, I mean. I think if I just speak about my my experience at heavyweight, I think that's a, you know a good starter point. You know, at heavyweight in Tennessee, like this past year, the competition wasn't you know as good as maybe some of these other weights was. But national preps is a very difficult tournament, very competitive. There's great wrestlers there going to great big schools to go wrestle, and so you know we all go up there with I think pretty realistic expectations. But we, I think everyone on this team that's going to make it into the tournament has a shot to get on that podium because I think we've just proved it all year. You know, we have a team of competitors. We have a team of guys who love what they're doing and are going to give their, their best. Carson, uh, you could have gone on this second semester to university of Tennessee. You're going to be playing football, um, there, but you decided to stay here, um, this semester. Why did you decide to do that? I think in the bigger picture, it's because of Macaulay in general and because of all of it's, it's given to me and, you know, I really want to enjoy, you know, the time that I get here, I've been here seven years. And so I guess I'm not ready to quite move on yet. It came by a little too fast, but, um, I think just enjoying the people around me and the opportunities that I have here is what I want to do. And, you know, after I leave here, my life's going to be strictly football. It's not going to be any wrestling. There's not going to be, any coach Henderson, um, and, you know, I really, and also wrestling, you know, has given me so many opportunities and, you know, it's helped me in football too, which some people, you know, neglect the fact that it does that, but it's also just, it's been important. I've wrestled since my time, uh, in sixth grade and I haven't always loved the sport. It, uh, drove me crazy sometimes, made me sad, like made me, you know, I didn't want to go on the mat every day and wrestle for like a couple hours, but I think this year I really saw the value in it and how it makes you, you know, 
a tougher person and makes you real. Like you can't hide yourself out there one-on-one with somebody. And so I see a lot of value in that and didn't really want to pass that up. And James, as your Macaulay career comes to a conclusion as well, what are you going to take with you and remember about your years at Macaulay? Brotherhood for sure. Uh, from wrestling, just the fact that there's always a chance. Uh, hard work pays off is another one that uh, just resonates with me a ton. Uh, Carson, Javon, and I, for, we've been here together since sixth grade. This is our seventh season, and uh, we've all grown. I've watched them grow. They've watched me grow. Uh, there's just been a lot of payoff to all that work. Like Carson, he won. He won. Javon and I both got runner-up. It, it, it's paid off. Well, you guys have, will be sorely missed here. You've set such a great example as, as leaders and embodying Macaulay's best ideals of honor, truth, and duty, of being great sports. And it's really been a pleasure to watch you all compete um, in your different venues. Uh, James, I know you play music as well, um, and both of you all are you know, good students, and just really appreciate um, you know, all that you have done um, for Macaulay and the team, the wrestling team, though, is a young team. I mean, I mean, the two of you and Javon are, are the seniors, um, but it's a really young team and the future is really bright for sure. For Macaulay and, wrestling. Yeah. And these guys, um, you know, obviously scored a ton of points for the team throughout the year and we're, we've got a lot of points to replace from them, but we can replace points, but the attitudes and the leadership and, you know, the things, the way they, helped create the culture that we have right now that's going to be hard to replace so we're going to be working hard to try to do that well congratulations on a wonderful season i know it's not quite over yet good luck in the the nationals will be looking forward to how you guys are doing there but thanks for joining us in the podcast studio really proud of you guys and great things are happening with macaulay wrestling and go big blue You've been listening to Stories from the Ridge, Macaulay School's podcast series. I'm Drew Reed, Chief Development Officer, and I want to thank you for listening and for supporting Macaulay. Support from you, our listeners, is what allows us to bring you these podcasts, and more importantly, to provide Macaulay students with a world-class education and to attract and retain the great teachers, coaches, and counselors that make Macaulay such a special place. Thanks for your support. And if you have comments on this podcast or any other of our growing number of podcasts, let us hear from you. Thanks for listening.